Stickered Up, the official podcast of the Cars Tour is on the air. Presented by Solid Rock Carrier. The Cars Tour, the premier late model stock series. Short track racing at its very best. Stickered Up will feature A-list guests, the hottest topics, race previews, recaps, the good, the bad, and the ugly. If it happens on the Cars Tour, Stickered Up is chewing on it. Here's your host, Stephen Dunn. Welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast, race fans. Stephen Dunn here. Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour. And round one of the 2022 championship bout in the Cars Tour is over with. And two quapples came out victorious at the Pereira Tank Lines Old North State Nationals presented by GSX Raps this past Sunday afternoon at Caraway Speedway. Carson Quapple. $30,000 richer on the late model side. His younger brother, Caden Quapple, crowned victorious in the pro late model division debut for the Cars Tour. We'll go to Tony Stevens and our friends at Pit Road TV for the recap. Here we go in the turns three and four. The 2022 Solid Rock Carriers Cars Tour season is now green, and the Old North State Nationals preliminary events are underway. now the leader with 11 laps remaining. And the battle that we saw before that caution flag is going to go back at it again. Now for third, it's McDonald that takes that position. So Wallach has his hands full. Where did Trevor Sanborn come from? Caden Quapple trying to get the inaugural Pro Late Model Tour win. Luke Finales would love to put his name on that trophy. And we've got just shy of two miles to settle it. Fenhouse is shipping it in deep into these corners. Quapple looking good, especially out of the corner, able to smoothly get that thing up out of the hole. But the 96, if Fenhouse is going to get him, it's going to get him into the corner to try to set up that run out, out. Sticks in the air. Two laps to go this time by Quapple, trying to keep it underneath him. Fenhouse trying to get to the back bumper, trying to make something happen for that number 96. Down the back straightaway, they'll come to the white flag. Who's going to get it? One lap remaining in these per-year tank lines, Old North State Nationals for the Pro Late Model Tour. Caden Quapple took the lead on the late race restart, trying to thin off Finhouse. Quapple slipped that time in turn two, but Finhouse not close enough. Into the final set of turns, Luke Finhouse will come up short. Caden Quapple will win here at Caraway, the inaugural outing for the Solid Rock Carriers Pro Late Model Tour. How important was that restart, and what did you do differently? What did you see in Finhouse that you knew what to do on that restart? Honestly, I couldn't see much. We were just trying to save tires as much as we could. The car wasn't that great. I was, I was just trying to roll with it. I knew I probably didn't have much of a shot unless we had a yellow, and we got lucky with that yellow, and we were able to get a good restart and capitalize on it, so that's really big for us. What were those final dozen laps like? We could visually see that it appeared you guys had nothing left. What was it like behind the wheel? What's going through your head, and what are you trying to process to get to this strip of asphalt first? Well, a lot was going through my head, you know. The whole time my dad was telling me halfback, quarterback, car length back, and I, mean, I just had to hit my marks the best I could, and tires are killed. I was coming off sideways every corner, but as long as I could hit it at least decent, I could hold them off, and we were able to do that, which feels really good. Cars Tour Pro Late Model 
debut here in 2022. Caden Quapple with the checkered flag. Luke Fenhouse finished second. Austin McDonald third. William Solowich fourth. Trevor Sandberg fifth. Tommy Neal sixth. Jeff Batten seventh. Clint King eighth. Tyler Johnson ninth. And Logan Jones round out the top ten. Sixteen cars took the green flag in the inaugural Pro Late Model division for the Cars Tour. And after the pros were done, Late model stock cars took action. 34 late models took the green flag again. Back to our friends at Pit Road TV and Tony Stevens. Here we come through the KRC Power Steering Start Zone. Connor Hall and Chad McCombie will lead the field to the green flag and the per your tank lines. Old North State Nationals are now green. Pushing and shoving up in front. Quapple holds the advantage. Fryer to the outside, and here comes Honeycutt to the inside, side by side for position number two. Well, he'll give him a little doink as he does to Caden Honeycutt, Will Fryer. But Honeycutt now to second with 52 laps to go. That's plenty of time. Oh, boy. We told you it was going to be dramatic. We told you it was going to be worth it. Brakes, tires, pitch strategy, track position, fuel, it's all come into play. And it comes down to two of the best up front, duking it out, mano a mano. You could not ask for a better short track race than this. Two laps to go. He can manage the traffic ahead of him. Can he manage Honeycutt charging hard? That is the $30,000 question for Carson Quapple. And does he have enough fuel? Oh, but a thimble's worth of fuel for Carson Quapple. Off the final turn, he'll see the white flag. One final trip. Does he have enough in the cell to get to victory lane? Through turns one and two, Quapple on the gas. Looks like he's under power, stretching it out over Caden Honeycutt. Traffic ahead will not become a factor. And Carson Quapple will open the season. $30,000 richer by winning the Perrier Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals, and he will Carson Quapple is a $30,000 Old North State Nationals winner here at Caroline. Very few folks, I think, in this pit area thought 50 lap older tires could hold off fresh right sides. How were you able to make that combination work to get right here? Well, first off, I can't thank uh, Ryan, Josh, uh, Brian, everybody on the crew for making that call. Uh, as we were on that uh, long run there, they, I guess, were figuring out what, the, what we wanted to do for tire situation, and uh, they made the right call. I was a little, a little. Uh, I didn't really know if it'd work at first because uh, I figured that at the last 50, those guys that took tires would be able to come. But then I thought about it, and we were sitting around P13 or something, and we really wouldn't gain anything staying out. So uh, I didn't know if it was going to work or not, but uh, like they said, it's probably only a shot for us, so it worked out. As things started to progress, Honeycutt was there, and then you started to pull him a little bit, and we started to see cars run out of fuel. How worried were you at that point in the race with how much fuel was in the cell of this race car? Uh, honestly, they didn't say anything, luckily, so I didn't even think about it, but uh, after the race, they said that some people ran out, and uh, I really didn't save much. Only the last caution or two, I shut the car off and stuff. Uh, so I guess if I would've known, I'd been worried, but uh, it worked out. Caden Honeycutt finished second. What would you have done differently to be able to scoot up there and get him? Uh, not have lap cars stop in front of me on purpose. Um, 44 absolutely killed me as soon as I tried to get the quapple. Um, me and him were so even on pace. I don't really, it was between me and him, whoever was in front of each other. So, um, man, I, I tried my guts out. I, I, there was nothing else left I had. And 
you know, these guys, uh, Triplet and everybody did an amazing job today. Just uh, one spot short, man, it sucks. We had a really good car today and just strategy and all that just comes into play. So that's what just happened. So we'll move on to Hickory and uh, give them heck there. Got a long season ahead of us. Now you're with this new organization, first time around you. Could you really feel like in that distance there might be a championship? Oh, for sure. These guys are Tom Notch, man. They, they're they on it. They know what they're doing. And um, I have a thousand percent confidence we can go after another championship this year. So we're uh, it's going to be probably between me and Bobby. Uh, we had some rough ups tonight, but we're just we're too hard racers and we want it so bad. So um, I want it more, personally. Caden P3 for Jared Fry and Jared, what do you take away from tonight's run after such big performance? Uh, man, I take away it shows how good our team is. You know, it takes a lot of people to do this, not just not just a driver, a spotter, but it takes everybody. You know, making a good pit call like we did there. I felt like that was the right call. I knew we were going to squeeze it on fuel mileage, but um, I just didn't think we could pass them cars. I mean, there were so many good cars out there tonight. I didn't think we could pass them under green, so we had to do something different, being that, being tenth or so. So everybody in the pits made a good call there, and the car was pretty good there at the end. I know we gave up a little bit on tires, but um, man, we managed to help them. Third, I was pretty happy with that. Just can't thank everybody that's behind us still. Jimmy Moore and Sterling Building Group, my dad, uh, Derek, Nick, Bill, everybody, Tony, my spotter, everybody that comes out and helps, man. This is a team effort for sure, and it shows tonight. So uh, it's a great way to start the season. Look forward to many more. And Carson Quapa will be our guest in segment two here on Stickered Up to talk about his win at Caraway this past Sunday. Again, Carson Quapa in the Junior Motorsports 8 is victorious on Sunday afternoon. Caden Honeycutt second, Jared Fryer third. Solid run for Jason York. He finished fourth. Corey Heim, the winner in the ARCA race at Daytona earlier this year, came home fifth. Solid run for Chase Burrow and in six, Carter Langley started 31st on the field, climbed all the way up to seventh for a top 10. Deke McCaskill finished eighth. Deke was actually one of those cars that ran out of gas there at the end. Uh, he was a one lap down. Braden Rogers, another rookie of the year contender, finished ninth. And touring 12 veteran Brandon Pierce round out the top 10. Brandon Willard's got the caution flag out. We'll come down pit road. We'll stick her up. And in segment two, we'll talk to the winner of the Pereer Tank Lines, Old North State Nationals, presented by GSX Rap. Carson Quapple, you're listening to the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Furniture for less. Prices 30 to 40% less than the big box furniture stores. Conveniently located, 3301 Richlands Highway, Jacksonville, North Carolina. Call Adam Resnick, 910-540-7157. That's 910-540-7157. For all your furniture needs, give them a call. Furniture for Less, official furniture supplier of the Stickered Up Podcast. Follow them on Facebook at Furniture for Less, Jacksonville. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the top 
title sponsor of the Cars Tour. BST, Bryant Shock Technology, providing proven race-winning shock technology. The only thing that will shock are the affordable prices. BST offers sales, service, and repair of racing shocks, plus suspension-related components for a wide range of race cars. With 20-plus years of NASCAR experience and a decade as a shock specialist, contact P.J. Bryant, 704-701-5585. That's 704-701-5585. Tell him you heard about BST on Stickered Up. Stickered Up. This is Carson Popple, driver of the number eight junior motorsports, iRacing Chevrolet. This is Stickered Up Podcast. Green flag back out, Stickered Up Podcast. On the GSX Raps Hotline, the winner of the Premier Tank Lines Old North State Nationals presented by GSX Raps with Junior Motorsports, Carson Quapple. Carson, welcome to the Stickered Up Podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. Has it sank in yet that uh, not only have you won the season opener for the Cars Tour, but probably the most prestigious race for the Cars Tour on Sunday afternoon? Uh, I don't think it's fully set in, honestly. (laughs) Um, I'm just going about... Uh, my day or two after just working on race cars and the normal thing and uh other than my phone being blown up i've really not noticed anything different Uh, i'm sure it's gonna i'm sure it will here in a few days or maybe a few weeks i'm not sure but uh uh, i'm looking forward to it i mean just right now i'm kind of just working 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 and not really sitting down to think about it so um when it does set in i'm sure i'll realize how big this was now, did you have any added pressure on yourself when little brother went out there and won the uh, pro late model race to start the start the afternoon off? Oh, not really. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty cool to see him uh, go get the win in the pro race and the first cars to a race and really uh, be up against pretty good competition. Luke Fenhouse and uh, the team he's driving for, they're, they're pretty top-notch, and that was pretty cool to see. But I knew if, if I, uh, he won and I didn't, he'd give me crap, even though we have – we had 35 cars for that race and it paid over 25 grand more than his. That had to be probably a really cool ride home on Sunday night with, with your dad, Travis Quapple, who most people know uh, ran at the highest level of NASCAR on the cup series, but how proud of, how proud is he that you guys go and basically sweep the, the cars towards biggest race weekend? I'm sure he's really happy and really proud of what, what me and Caden both have done. Uh, it's it shows that hard work does pay off and even if you don't got uh money to i guess go drive for a junior motorsports or a nelson uh hard work sometimes it does pay off uh me and him we've worked in the shop for the past years uh, on our personal race cars and i was able to get the opportunity to drive the junior late model this year and uh, a lot of it was because of what me and my dad did with uh just us yeah how did that come about i mean obviously i know anybody that that follows the cars tour knows that you ran the the super last year you're the champion for 2021 for the late you know for the super late model the the last super late model for the cars tour so now you're going in you're you've changed gears a little bit you're going to the late model with junior motorsports um jared fryer is the the only driver to win both the super and the late model you can you can match that this year Obviously, that's the goal uh, with Junior Motorsports. But uh, talk about the transition from 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 the uh, from the super late model to the late model side. Uh, I mean, it's there's a lot of big differences, and there and but really, when it comes down to it, uh, some people might differ with me, but I think they're they don't really drive much different. Honestly, um, 
they do drive different in some aspects, but like if you go to say a Caraway or something and you run a super and a hickory or a super and a, a weight mile stock the same day, you almost drive the same lines and the same braking points and stuff. Uh, just the super weight model handles a lot better and it has more power, but, uh, yeah, it's definitely a little bit of a learning curve. Just a lot of it is being able to figure out what changes I need to make to the car to make it better. Uh, when I ran the super stuff, me and my dad really knew what was going on under the hood of that car. And we basically put one or two of those cars together and set them up ourselves and kind of understood how the dynamics of the suspension and steering and stuff work. So me and him were able to really easily make changes that were the right changes right away where this is a uh, way different type of chassis way different suspension and stuff that uh, i'm not used to working with so that's probably the biggest learning curve for me at, at you got obviously big shoes to fill uh josh berry being in that car for so long and, and a lot of people look at this this is actually the third year in a row that this car this junior motorsports you know, stable car has won the old North state national, obviously the last, the previous two seasons with Josh Berry. Do you put any pressure on yourself uh, knowing that you've got to kind of fill the void of Josh Berry in that car? I mean, obviously there's, there's some pressure from, I mean, everybody's used to seeing Josh uh, win every race and not lose a single one. (laughs) Um, Whereas me, it's my fifth late model stock race and, just I, Josh has been here for 10 years. It was, he knew what he was doing. He knew with the car, he knew everybody he was comfortable. Whereas I'm first year into the way mile stock stuff, but same time, it's kind of uh, I think everyone understands that it's my fourth race for these guys. And I still have a bunch to learn. And I'm, even though we won, I'm sure I'll learn a, a whole lot more than, uh, than I know now by the end of the season. How much is it, does it help? Obviously, I don't know if a lot of people know, but, you know, Josh Berry, who's moved up full-time in the Xfinity with Junior Motorsports, raced at Phoenix uh, on Saturday afternoon. He was at Caraway on Sunday, driver coaching, helping you on the radio. Um, how much do you how much do you lean on him when he's at the racetrack, and is that going to be a regular occurrence, or is that just kind of a when-he-can-get-there deal? Yeah, it's huge when he's there. Uh, it's just – somebody that I can talk to. And I mean, this may be the dumbest, smallest little questions, but, uh, I, I will have an answer. Whereas without him there, I, if I, I can't ask him if what I'm feeling and the brakes or what I'm feeling, where I'm, where I'm braking, where I'm getting on the throttle, uh, without him there, I wouldn't even know. I'd, I'd, I'd just go in for a guess. And with him there, it's, it's awesome. Cause I, like I said, I get to lean on him and ask simple questions or pretty big questions. And, uh, uh, he's really good about the pitch strategy and how the car should feel. So he actually helped us out with what pitch strategy we were going to do there uh, on Sunday. Um, but as far as looking forward, I'm not honestly sure what the plan is. It, we never really have a plan for him coming or not. It just usually it's like this past weekend. It was, yeah, he's going to come Sunday and he's going to try to come, come Sunday if his flight makes it back in time. And um, sure. He'll have to miss some races, but uh, hopefully he can be there for most of them. And, be there to help us out we go we go to hickory uh next weekend for for race number two uh for the 2022 campaign and obviously that's a place you've been to you've won on the super side um looking at the schedule are there any racetracks that you really look forward to going to here in 2022 uh i think it'll be cool to go to uh 
I guess uh, some people probably would disagree with me. I've never been to Wake, so that's probably might be why some people why I think that is. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. First time going to a tiny little quarter mile like that and racing there. Uh, I I probably won't leave with the same thought of it, but <laughs> I think it, I think it'd be cool. Where you we usually just run on three eighths half miles and there's nothing really ever crazy, and that's probably gonna be one of them. And uh, I'd say my other one's Greenville. I really like Greenville. It's fast, right around the wall, and should be exciting. Well, that one pays $10,000 to win as well, so that's probably one that you want to check off the box as well, right? Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. There, uh, I ran uh, Limited there and ran some late model stock stuff before I moved up to the Super stuff there probably four, four years ago. Is there – so – you know, obviously the transition. I know. Do you still help? Do you still help Dad and and Caden on the on the on the pro uh, when you're not working on the late model? Yeah, uh, I think it's. I'd like to help them out some. Uh, it's pretty cool to see them still, obviously racing as a family team. Uh, I think I'll be help, I'll be racing a few Super Eight Mile races or Pro Eight Mile races with my dad, but uh, I try to keep up with it as much as I possibly can. He's my brother's only ran a handful, not even ten uh super weight model pro weight model type races so yeah, i think it helps to have my uh experience there to talk to my dad i guess and help him through the changes and that's kind of what i did uh this past weekend was uh i was there with him and we were parked beside each other and whenever i wasn't practicing i'd watch the car and uh build a right rear spring for him or something or help, just help him out on what he thinks that's really cool, man. And and what you just said is one of those things that really stands out to me. Uh, and not only as a as a sponsor and, and a fan and and someone that's involved with the industry, but you actually don't mind getting your hands dirty and getting in there and working on the car and changing springs and pulling out rubbers and things like that. I mean, talk a little bit about how much that helps you when you're in the seat, being able to do that kind of stuff and kind of know what you want to change on the race car. Yeah, I think it's huge, honestly. Uh, when me and my dad ran last year and year be- years before that, it was just me and him, really. When we didn't really have anybody to lean on for setup or anything like that, we kind of just learned on our own. We struggled at the beginning when we first started running and then just kind of built our own notebook. Uh, just over over time, you just kind of figure out what works and what what doesn't work. And I think it's huge to know the difference between a Panar bar and the freaking carburetor of the car you know i mean it's we got to know what you're working on i think to be able to make accurate decisions on what should be changed um that's that's probably where i'm still kind of lacking on the slate mile stock because i just don't really know i don't really know what the what a truck arm does i'm used to the straight rail cars where it's uh not truck arms you know so uh, I think it'll be a little bit getting used to, but I think for sure it helps to know the car. Well, I'm sure that you're in the right place as far as people being able to kind of help you with that. And again, Josh Berry and and all those folks at Junior Motorsports on the late model side. Um, man, I know it's got to be exciting for you. Uh, it takes a lot of people to get you to the racetrack. I want to give you the opportunity to thank those sponsors and thank those people that get you to the racetrack every weekend. Yeah, I can't thank Kelly Earnhardt Miller, uh, L.W. Miller, Dale Jr., of course, everyone at Junior Motorsports, um, everybody that's helped put this together to Warren or Near. I can't thank them enough. Without their input and belief in me, I wouldn't be able to be here. And obviously, Team Chevy and iRacing, uh, without them, we wouldn't be doing this. So uh, 
I look forward to it and I'm going to make the most of it and see what we can do. Well, Carson, congratulations again on the the win in the season opener for the Cars Tour. Obviously, sets the uh, sets the table for you to make that championship run that I know that you guys at Junior Motorsports are looking forward to. Can't thank you enough for being on the Stickered Up podcast, and we'll see you at Hickory in a couple weeks. Yep, I'll see you. Thanks for having me. Thanks. That's Carson Quapple, driver of the iRacing number eight out of the Junior Motorsports stable on the late model stock car side. Brandon Willard's got the caution flag out. We'll come down pit road, sticker up. We come back, we'll recap, and we'll get closed out here on this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. Stickered Up, official podcast of the Cars Tour. Delivery by truck, part of the lifeblood of our nation. Solid Rock Carriers, LaGrange, North Carolina, gets the job done. Specializing in general freight and refrigerated foods. And here's an opportunity for you. You can join the Solid Rock Carriers team. If you have a CDL license and would like to find out more, call 252-521-1757. 252-521-1757 for Solid Rock Carriers. Supporting short track racers and industry professionals. And the title sponsor of the cars tour get the picture with pit road tv the official home of cars tour tv where winners watch their favorite races if you can't make it to the track tune in and let tony stevens bring you all the action for the cars tour pit row tv check them out online pitrow.tv that's pitrow.tv don't change that channel Needing new tires and trying to fit that in your budget doesn't have to be stressful. You just need to know where to go, and that's Thrifty Tire, your locally owned source for new and used tires. Two locations, Durham and Roxboro, and not just tires. Auto repair, wheels, brakes, alignment, and suspension. Online at thriftytireonline.com. The official car care service center, the official pit stop of the Stickered Up podcast. This is Caden Quapple, driver of the number 35 Lakeville Mechanical Corvette Parts Chevrolet and the Cars Tour Pro Late Model Series. You are listening to Stickered Up Podcast. White flag out, Stickered Up Podcast, the official podcast of the Side Rock Carriers Cars Tour. I want to thank our guest via the GSX Raps Hotline, Carson Quapple, winner of this past weekend's Old North State Nationals at Caraway Speedway. Next week on the show, we've got the 2021 NASCAR National champion Peyton Sellers on the show. Peyton actually participated in this past weekend's Cars Tour season opener. We'll talk to the 2021 NASCAR champion about what his plans are for 2022 and do they include some Cars Tour races. He led to led us to believe that in his interview with Tony Stevens on Pit Road TV over the weekend. So we'll be happy to have and have that discussion with Peyton Sellers on next week's edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. want to thank all those people that make the Stickered Up Podcast possible. Our friends here at Broadcasting X Burks, Morgan Patrick, Dave Perkins for making us sound so good. And then, of course, all of our sponsors, Solid Rock Carriers, BST, Thrifty Tire, Furniture for Less, and Pit Road TV. That's the checkered flag for this edition of the Stickered Up Podcast. We'll see you next week as we preview Hickory Motor Speedway and we chat with 2021 NASCAR National Champion Peyton Sellers. This has been the Stickered Up Podcast. Be sure to share this podcast. New episodes of Stickered Up will be available wherever you download your podcasts.